0: We discussed honest communication uh, last week, and if you weren't here last Wednesday, I encourage you to um, go on our website and listen to that uh, to that lesson. Um, It is a a good, good foundation. Some good principles were taught, uh, and it's important to have the right type of communication. And what better type of communication to have than honest communication, amen. 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 So, um, so I encourage you to go back and listen to that. Uh, even if you were here, you can go back and listen to it just to get some reminders and refreshers on uh, some things that that were said. That's why I thank God for technology and the things that we have, so that you can go back and listen uh, to to any message really that we've been recording uh, over the last, um, I guess maybe seven or eight months now. So, uh, they're all on our, on our website. So you can, you can go listen, listen to that. Um, and so I want to encourage that. And today my wife and I are going to be covering, uh, a number of topics with the help of the Lord. Uh, now some things are going to apply. Uh, some things won't apply. Uh, and, but we our hope today is, is that you can take a few things home with you that you can not only apply today, but that you can also apply for the rest of your life. Uh, so uh, that is our hope today to, to be discussing a, a number of different things and and do that. So we are going to have serious conversation. Um, we may laugh. We may cry. Uh, we're going to be very open and candid as we can be uh, up here and just really talk and just really be a help to to everyone in the church uh, and. We are going to do our best to not uh, need marriage counseling after this, okay? Uh, so I, I text uh, my mother and father, I have them on deck, all right? Uh, text a few, Text. I need to text brother and sister Carson, let them know to have them on deck uh, just in case. So, uh, but we're gonna try to get through this. We may be at the altar before this service is over. Uh, Crying and weeping, uh, but that's that's all right. So, all right. Uh, one thing I appreciate about my wife is uh, neither one of us are bashful when it comes to who we are, where we've come from, and what God has done for us to get us to this point. All right. So, because we know that it's nothing but the goodness of the Lord. All right. It's by the grace of God, Paul said, I am what I am. Right. So that's what Paul said. And, and, and we know that to be true. So we're going to discuss a few things. Now, we should have most, if not all teenagers out of here. OK, we should just about have all teenagers out of here, young people, uh, because we're going to be saying some pretty direct things. All right. Um, right off the bat here. Uh, that's really going to be a help to hopefully every parent, grandparent and everyone very quickly. So the first thing we're going to discuss is uh, involvement. All right involvement. We're going to talk about involvement. That's the very first thing. That is a term that we're really going to have a lot of discussion about uh, here first. So Sister Robinson has a a few things that we want to discuss here just uh, right now when it comes to uh, involvement and having an understanding of kind of what's out there. So go ahead with that.
1: Okay. So we know we live in a day where technology is It's just there, and it changes so often. And um, so there's something that I wanted to hit on just right from the back. Um, There's these apps that are out now, if we can get those put up. But one of the apps is a calculator app. So it appears to be a calculator app. And actually, that's what it is. You can open it up, and you can put in numbers, and you can multiply, divide, add, and all that good stuff. But you can also put in a code And it will switch screens. And this is how kids are secretly texting and talking nowadays. So you don't know who your kids are talking to. Because the other person on the other side, all they have to do is download the same app. And they can have all kinds of conversations. This one over here, it's a music app. So you would look at it, if you're going through your child's phone, and think that it's just music. Well, it's not with that's not exactly what it is. The same thing, but in this app, they can actually video chat. Mm -hmm. So, with that being said, there is no privacy in our home. Now, I will allow you to take a shower with the door shut, but other than that, doors are open. Mm -hmm. You don't know We don't know what our kids are necessarily doing behind closed doors. Mm -hmm. And you can trust your kids all day long, but you can't necessarily trust that other party, that Mm -hmm. other person. There's predators out there who have studied this. They know what they're doing. So we as parents, we go through these devices. Mm -hmm. We do. And our kids cannot download apps unless we put in the passcode. They don't even have our 14-year-old, should be 15 soon, she doesn't even have the passcode to her own phone. Why? Because I wanna know what's being downloaded on that phone. Mm
0: -hmm. Not
1: too long ago, we even figured out Pinterest, which Pinterest is the everyday mom app. I use it, I love reading the blogs and all that good stuff, Mm -hmm. that kids can secretly text on Pinterest, and it disappears.
0: That's the scary part, it disappears. All
1: these, Mm -hmm. they disappear. Mm So I, um, I really wanted to touch on that first because we as parents, we have to do a good job mm-hmm. of protecting our children. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I've been told that maybe we're too strict or things like that, which I don't think we are, but I'd rather my kids be safe yeah. than mm-hmm. something happen to them. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. that's good, that's good. Um, can I jump in here that's real quick? Good. So um, when it comes to certain applications, this applies for everyone, whether your parent, your grandparent, great grandparent, because sometimes when we receive the information, it's important for us to look out for certain things that we're made aware of so then we can let the parents know, hey, be looking for this. Hey, be looking for this because this is what is available if they have this particular kind of app. All right. And so that's why it's important to not only see what these are, but there should be parents in here writing them down, taking pictures of them. Grandparents should be writing it down, taking pictures of it to see exactly what it is and never be hesitant or or, or afraid to look at a child's or a grandchild's phone or tablet device just to see what's on there never be hesitant of that never never be afraid uh, of that Um, even if you got to wait till they go to sleep all right wait till they go to sleep and then go in there and just take that phone up take that tablet and and see exactly what's going on because we want to know who they're texting who's calling who's texting them who's calling or whatever the case uh, might be going on because we can, we can trust our kids and, uh, some parents do in here. Some parents don't. All right. Some kids we do. Some of our kids, we don't. Amen. So, uh, but we really don't trust who's whoever's on the other side. All right. We, we don't know them at all. Right. We don't know what they're up to, what they're doing, what, what their intentions could be. We we don't, we don't know anything. And so when it comes to, as my wife was saying, privacy, um, it's it's we treat that very seriously. All right. We 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 seriously do not allow uh, doors to be shut in our in our household like our kids cannot go in the room, and just shut the door. You know, I will remind them quickly. This is my house. You know, this is ain't This ain't your house. It's my house. And so we, we just don't allow doors to be slammed and shut and things like that in our home because we just want to make sure everything's all right and everything's OK and nothing is hid. Uh, Just because oftentimes we have to protect their safety from themselves. Amen. We have to protect them from themselves because they could be going down a road that they don't even realize they're going down. They just think they're having fun with a friend. uh, And that can be very dangerous, very dangerous for them. Okay, very dangerous for them. So that, that leads me to this. And that is being involved in your children and grandchildren's life is vital. right i was speaking about this i don't know if it was sometime last week but i was speaking about how if the grandkids are coming over to the grandparents house and all we're doing is just having fun with them and they're not being raised in a christian home they're not being read the scripture they're not being taught how to pray they're not being taught how to read the word we need to change our time that we are a challenge us to change our time as far as the amount of time we're spending with our grandchildren we need to take time to read the word with them, pray with them, especially if they're not getting it at home. If they're not getting it at home, why just go have fun with them and then just send them right back to a home where they're not going to get God at all? Amen. Amen. So I challenge you to, to have those type of things and do that. And my wife and I are, are very... Um, we try to be very studious when it comes to the involvement that we put into our children, both naturally and spiritually. Yes. All right. So it, it, it was put in even me as a, as a, as a child where my mother and father would take us kids everywhere where were school functions, We'll be at the school plays, we'll be at the school this, that. They were very involved with school activities and things, you know, parents' day, grandparents' day, all the different things that happen at school. But we were just involved with church functions, all right? So the thing is, is that many many have a challenge when it comes to balance. They put all this effort and energy to all these school things. I've seen so many parents put all this effort in the school plays and and sporting events and all these things, but yet they don't put that same effort when it comes to church. They can drive their kid all over the state, even neighboring states for a sporting event, but yet they won't drive their kid to a, to a church uh, conference or an event that's going on for youth. See, that, that's an imbalance. That's that's imbalance right there. That's not good, and as grandparents, if you know your children are not being raised in a godly home and you know something's going on, you call mom and dad and say, hey, this event is going on, I would like to take my grandchild to it. Amen. Amen. We'll take them to the ice cream. We'll take them this and take them that. If there's something going on that can benefit their spiritual need, we must have that same balance because a lot of parents uh, and, and a lot of, we don't want to fall into this trap. I can just speak for us. We don't want to fall into this trap of where 10, 15 years from now, we're wondering why our children are not at the place where we thought they should be because we put imbalance in them. At least we want to be able to look back and say, we did everything we could. Yes. Absolutely. Amen. Okay. Now, we're, trust me, there's always going to be something that her and I are going to look at and say, well, we probably could have did better with this. <laughs> we probably could have. We're already saying that uh, we probably could have did this a little bit better. We probably could have handled that a little bit better. But it's at least we want to be able to have good balance to where if we're going to make efforts and all these efforts to do things in the world, I want to make all the effort we can to do things in the church. And so those, those, things, those things are important. So, sorry about that. I just oh, wanted to chime in on that there. Mm-hmm. Um, go ahead.
1: So I want to talk about um, kind of conversations that we have in front of our kids. So we have to be really, really careful on having adult conversations in front of children. Okay? You never want to, first of all, we don't talk about church business in front of our children. And there's a lot of church business that my husband doesn't share with me, which is supposed to be like that. But I'm just saying in general, if we you never want kids to look at adults in a different type of way, you know, be biased towards people or create these opinions about some of their leaders in the church or just the church members or other kids' parents. So always be careful about what you say in front of your kids. Mm -hmm. First of all, we need to be careful about what we say, period, about God's people. But we really need to be careful about what we say Mm -hmm. in front of those kids.
0: Yeah, Yeah. Because
1: they're not going to respect they're not gonna respect those adults. They're not gonna want them to pray for them. They're not gonna wanna take that advice that maybe the Lord told them to tell those kids. Mm-hmm. So we have to be really, really careful about that. Conversations need to go on behind closed doors. Yeah. Sometimes you might not be able to talk right now. I may wanna yeah. share something with my husband in the car, but guess what, I can't. Cause we got a 15 year old and a six year old sitting behind us and right. they hear everything. everything.
0: And the five-year-old. And
1: the one-year-old, she walk around repeating stuff.
0: She's two now. Oh, two. Yeah, sorry, it's okay. <laughs> I'll keep. I'll keep it's track of that stuff. It's too many
1: of them. I can't keep back. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: But the point is, kids hear every. And look, look. Let, let, let me say.
0: Let me say this. You see how I just inter- interrupted you You're right there? I, I did. I did that on purpose. Not really, but I did. Um, because we do that when we're about to do something we shouldn't do. Mm-hmm. There's been times where we're in the car, our kids are in the car, there's something bothering her, and I know it's about something else or something that happened. And i say, say, uh, nope, nope, not right now. Nope, mm-mm, be quiet, wait till we get home, okay? Wait till we get home. Because when we are upset about something, we want to vent right then, right there. And that may not be the right time, if other people or children, especially children are around. Right. Okay. We've got to know it's, it's important and good to vent, but who are you venting to? And who's around when you're venting? Yeah. Because we have too many homes. All right. Too many homes that we uh, have just heard from, talked about. Now I'm not talking about CMT. We're just, we've been at a lot of churches, praise God. Okay. Uh, and so w- too many homes where we just, we just talk and the kids hear that. Grandkids hear that. There's some things that frustrate me. I don't even share with her. Thank you. I, I, I just, I just, I keep it to myself. I keep it to myself, or I call a mentor of mine, or someone who I can just talk to. All right, because I don't need her having a certain fault. Because you know how it is. You don't mess with family now. Amen. 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 You know, somebody mess with your wife and your kids, you ready to fight everybody. Everybody. That's why I wish I had some real parents in here. Oh, yeah, let something happen to our kids at school or something go down. Oh, you busting down the door. You want a meeting with the principal right now. Right now. I don't care what's going on. Stop the meeting. Let's talk. Oh, yeah, that's right. And your kid ain't never wrong. It's always the other kid, right? Yeah, it's always the other, always the other kid's fault. And so the, what we're saying is so important because early in our marriage, we've had to work these things out. Even to where we are now, we still have to work on these things because it's important that we maintain our child's innocence from other of other people. They should be able to see every individual in this church as just purity. Yes. There should be no not one bias right. coming out of our kids' mouth about brother so and so, sister so and so, or one of the other uh, young people. Right. Right. All right. right, or one of the other young people. That's right. Yeah. That's that's it's it's so important. And that, that's parents, grandparents, that goes for everyone. That's a church thing. Yeah. Amen. This is a body of Christ thing. Amen. We Amen. must be careful how, who we vent. Venting is good. You need to get things off your chest. But who are you venting to? Right. Who's around when you're venting? These things are important. And if we're doing these things in our home, that's not good. All right? That is not good. If you do it at home, it's got to be done behind closed doors. Okay? Amen. It's got to be done behind closed doors. And that's one thing I done got to the edge of my seat now. I'm ready. <laughs> you done got me going. That, that's another thing. I, I don't know if that's in our notes or not, but I, I, I might be skipping ahead here. We don't have disagreements in front of our children either. Okay? That's something that her and I said, I don't know if we said it before we got married or it was probably after because our, our upbringing is totally different. Right. Our upbringing is totally different. I, I was raised in a different home than what she was raised in. Right. And the way she was disciplined was different than the way I was disciplined. Right. OK, so and, and, and you, you're going to have that in the church. You can have folks that are raised in the same church, but yet you still have different styles of discipline. Different styles of how you handle situations because of the different homes that you were brought up in. You can be sitting in the same church, but it's just it's totally different. OK, so we, we have different styles. My 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 parents were not yellers, screamers. They, they weren't. I wasn't I wasn't raised in that household. But. Uh, but. Uh, my
1: parents still yell to this day. <laughs> my parents scream. Yes. I, I never got a whooping. Or spanking, right? But my parents will yell at. They will yell like no other. My and, dad's. Blood
0: and pressure. it's the opposite in my house. They didn't yell or scream. They said it one time, and then the belt was coming. Okay, so I got. I didn't get whoopings, I got beat. Y'all, y'all pray for me, okay? Because I'm still, they it's it, it's still messing with my head a little bit. I got beat. Yeah. <laughs> got Well, when we first came together, all right, and one of our kids did something, Jordan, yeah! I'm like, I said, who did I marry? What, what, what is this? You know, because when you're dating, you know, hey, hey, oh yeah, it's just a soft tone, right? And I'm thinking, oh, okay, we good, yeah, we Okay, I can do this. I'm like, oh we got where's the anointing oil? We gotta rebuke this right now. That's not normal. I had to go into spiritual warfare until I figured out, oh no, there ain't no spirit, that's just her. Crazy. I said, what? So so see see I I couldn't handle that. I couldn't handle that. Why? Because I was never yelled at. I wasn't yelled at. My parents did not yell at me. Now, they raised their voice. You, you get what I'm saying? It's a difference. They weren't screaming at me to respond. No, it was, do it, son. Oh, you, di- you didn't hear me? Right? Well, see, but, but it's, it goes the opposite. It goes, it's on the other side of the table. Because when my kids did something, Oh, you didn't hear me? And she's like, no, you can't hit you can't hit those girls. You can't hit them. What you mean? I, my sister got whoopings. I got whoopings. Why why can't we hit? Them? You, 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 see, you see dynamics.
1: So right? with that being said, oh. I'ma let you finish. Okay. But <laughs>
0: <laughs> we're gonna need counseling. I this feel I counseling.
1: and this is just my opinion, uh-huh. that you whoopings, spankings spankins are okay. However, when it comes, I know, yeah. that's why I said it's okay. Yeah. However, when it comes to a man hitting a young girl, you just have to use wisdom. I know kids are all different and things like that. I just never want my kids to think it's okay for a guy to hit them. You know, so there just has, there's a difference between a pop, they're girls. Pop on their hand, hit them on their diaper, you know, just so they get your point. But there's a difference with the way he was whooped. Those. <laughs>
0: that's true. That's true.
1: There's a difference, okay? So, so, <laughs> I just believe, and and that's what what comes with. You need to know your kids, okay? Mm-hmm. So I have four of them, and they all have different personalities. Mm-hmm. Like right. one of them, she does need a whooping. Okay, <laughs> she does. Yeah. And then there's another one who I can just. I can simply say, I'm disappointed in you, and she is in a corner balling. Mm-hmm. Right. Her world is over. Yeah, She tries so hard to do everything right. Mm-hmm. And you know, so you just have to know your kids, and we discipline our kids according to their personality. Yep. There's no textbook on, you do one time, you get a whooping, the second time you get on punishment. There's no textbook. It's just simply, it's just simply um, just, Discipline them according to their personalities. So that's what you have to kind of do is kind of talk that through. But at the same time, I do want to say that you have to be on the same page, Yeah. okay? It's important that we have an understanding, this is how we are going to discipline our children. These are the expectations, and this is what we're going to do.
0: I think that's where I was going.
1: And we do talk. (laughs) We do talk before we do something, before we put a kid on punishment or something like that, we have a conversation. Yeah. So we had one kid who made a mistake about a month ago, yeah. and um, it was our oldest, and she got her cell phone taken away and she was on punishment for a month. That's the punishment that we discussed. Yeah. So we sat down with her, we sat down with all the kids, because we want everyone to understand, obviously there was some miscommunication for her to do what she did, so we want to get everybody on the same page. This is what we do in this house and this is what we don't do. So we had the conversation, he's talking, and. Mm-hmm. We had talked about just her phone and just punishment for a month. He's talking to her and he says, Okay, you're on punishment for a month, no phone, no TV, can't go to this. Can't... We did not discuss that.
0: <laughs> I didn't like the way she was looking at and me. And so, That's yes, well.
1: exactly.
0: <laughs> I'm just telling the truth. So, she to did, be honest, I didn't like hold her on, look. Hold on. I said, Okay, we go. We go handle
1: this. So, yeah, yeah. So he did that, and he disciplined her like that. And I'm sitting there like, oh, you're so wrong. We did not talk about this. But we got to be on the same page. I couldn't say anything. Right. I said, yep, that's your punishment. Yep. So then that night when we went to the room, I said, honey, we didn't talk about that. Yeah. He said, well, I didn't like how she was looking at me. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. so I said, well, can we, can we bring the punishment back down? And he said, yes, we can. But see, he is the one who gave the punishment, so he has to be the one to go back and have that conversation. I can't go, even though we agreed, I still cannot be the one to go and say, hey, Jordan, we decided that you're not going to be on punishment for a month, because it looks like I'm going behind his back, like, right. I got your back, you know, it's me and you. Nope. We on the same page. Yeah. Right. Y'all kids. Right. So, um, so right. with that, always make sure you're on the same page and you have each other's backs, in front of those kids, even if you don't agree, right. we on the same page. That's right.
0: And see that, that goes for grandparents as well, all right? Because if the kids have been put on some type of punishment yes. by the parents, and then the grandparents are sneaking behind. Uh-huh. Yeah. We go have an altar call for all that, okay? <laughs> the grandparents are going behind, so, oh no, it's, come on, come on, come, come here, come it's here. Okay. And you sneaking this and sneaking candy and sneaking that. See, you, uh-uh. you're Uh messing that up. Right. It's, it's not, right. not right. It is not right. It's not right. You have to respect what they've put into place yeah. because kids are sneaky. Yeah. Yeah. All right? I know we think they just have halo on top of halo on top of their head. Yeah. They sneaky. They know. They know what they can get away with. Right. They know who to go to. Yes. All right? That's right. That's right. They get on punishment. Well, can I spend a night with grandma, and grandpa? Yeah, because they know they can just run rampant. They can do whatever they want to do now. No, you've got to honor that. You have to respect that. Okay? You've got to respect it. In-laws. Oh, Lord. That's not in our notes. I'm not going to talk about your in-laws. Okay, yeah. we. That's a whole other subject. So, well, but in-laws have to be on the same. they got to be on the same page. You have have to have to respect that. Uh, Go ahead.
1: And there was a point where um, we had, I had to have a hard conversation with my parents because they would go behind our backs and kind of do things after Mm -hmm. we had put some things in place for our children. Mm -hmm. Now, I'm not saying my parents don't know because my parents are great parents. However, those kids live with me every day. I know those kids, those are my kids. I have put things in place, boundaries, Things like that. And you talk to my parents as their grandparents, you have to respect it. Right. Okay. Right. So, with that, always respect the parents. The parents, I know that you guys know what's best as grandparents. You do. You did a great job with us. However, respect us as parents.
0: Right. Right. Now, I want to highlight something that my wife just said because this is important. And we talk to married couples about this uh, before they get married. All right. We talk about the importance of always keeping the respect between the in-laws, all right? Notice Sister Robinson said that she went to her parents yeah. and had that conversation, right. all right? Because in our bedroom, oh, I'm smoking, right? I'm upset, we pick up the phone right now, put them on speakerphone, I wanna hear it too. I mean, you know, we just, we get upset, right, about certain things that take place, if it affects our home and how we're trying to raise our kids. So, but I shouldn't be going to her parents, neither should she be going to my parents. Right. I need to go to my parents and say, now, nah, Mom and Dad, no, nope, you cannot do that. No, no. And, and, and if there needs to be a blame, I take that blame yes. so that she still looks and, re- and is respected from all parties on my side. Yes. All right. And then on the same thing. She goes to her parents. If there's blame that needs to be taken, she takes the blame. Yeah. All right. We cover for each other. That's what I'm saying. We cover for each other to make sure that there's peace as best as it can be on both sides, Amen. all right? Because that's a battle, it, it is a struggle, yeah. it is a struggle. That's good, that's good. You wanna move on? Let's, let's move to, um, um, since we're kind of dealing with in-laws and parents and things like that, as far as uh, preparation before even someone decides to get married, so we can kind of hit that hit that group here. You know, people that are young, single, maybe thinking about getting married soon or whatever. Okay, so there's there's a couple keys here. All right, um, there's three things I want to hit to those that are single, and then those that I want to hit that covers everybody. That doesn't doesn't matter. All right, doesn't matter. Um, one is first of all, love God and love yourself. Okay, love God, love yourself. Um, The next thing is, is make sure you value yourself.
1: With value. Mm -hmm. um, A lot of times, like my husband said earlier, we have different backgrounds. We come from different homes, different makeups, all that good stuff. My childhood, another story for another day, was rough, okay? And um, with that, you know, sometimes you don't feel worthy, or you don't feel good enough, or, you know... Quite frankly, I I'm, was embarrassed for a long time about a lot of stuff, you know. Mm-hmm. You all right? Um, you know, my, my, my dad had got on drugs really bad. And so my parents divorced, and that was hard for kids, you know, and um, going through school, you know, after my parents divorced, we didn't have a lot of money. Um, we lost our house, we lost everything, and so, <laughs> You know, you get talked about in school, you know, things like that. So, you know, as you kind of grow up, you kind of don't feel beautiful. (laughs) Things happen. Mm -hmm. and So even dealing with some um, women who maybe have been divorced, you know, my mom was divorced, things like that, or single parents, you know, you never were married, you just had a child so you're a single parent you know things like that sometimes that can wear on you mm-hmm. sometimes you don't feel worthy sometimes you don't feel good enough there's single fathers too there's a lot of single fathers yeah. and so sometimes that bothers you you understand so self value is not found as we know and what we have and all that good and all that good stuff we know what where our value and our worth comes from. Right. So right. keep that in mind. Sometimes you got to remind yourself who you are. Amen. You know, sometimes you you might not feel good enough, but you still got to get dressed up and hold your head up and you still got to move forward. So when he says self-value, I don't care what you've been through. I don't care where you come from. I don't care what your background looks like. You still got to know who you are.
0: Right. Amen. Amen. That's good. That's good. And, 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 and don't settle, right? No. Don't settle. Don't settle. I don't think you settled.
1: No, I didn't. You know what? <laughs> I knew what I wanted, and, and, and that's what I wanted. And on paper, it looked like I didn't deserve that, okay? And, y'all, so many people wanted this brother. And I didn't even like him. I didn't. There was just something about him. I was just like, ugh. You know, <laughs> I thought he was physically cute, but it's more than the physical, okay? <laughs> and so, um, anyway, <laughs> but I knew what I wanted, and y'all, I got what I wanted. But I was patient, and I worked on myself first, okay? So, Amen. the That's Lord all. blessed me. I'm thankful.
0: Amen. Well, I'm I'm more than blessed. The Bible says, when a man finds a wife finds a good thing. And the Bible says he has favor with the Lord. Amen. Amen. Five things everyone should do. Five things everyone should do before marriage. Develop a strong work ethic. Second, seek responsibility instead of running from it. Okay. Third, develop a disciplined financial plan. Shouldn't have any sugar daddies in the church. Praise God. Next, use your singleness as an opportunity for service. Use your singleness as an opportunity for service, not selfishness. Most importantly, make Jesus your most important relationship. Make Jesus your most important relationship. All right? Make Jesus your most important relationship. When it comes to um, some of the things that um, my wife and I have, have discussed, and kind of some of the things that she was just talking about, was that's what makes us, um, by the help of the Lord, a, a stronger couple. Because um, the things that she's been through, the things that I've been through, um, we. We understand those dynamics. We don't brush them to the side. We don't push it to the side. What I'm simply saying is, is that what has happened has happened in our life. You can't ignore it. It's happened. It's taken place. But it's also the past too. Say that again. What has happened has happened. All right. But it's also the past too. All right. It's also the past. And so by the help of the Lord, I'm going to keep saying that because we need the Lord. Yes. We need the Lord. No matter where, what, who we are, what we find ourselves in, whether we're single, married, widows, separated, divorced, we need the Lord. Right. We need the Lord in every aspect of our life. And so by the help of the Lord, uh, just us specifically, we have found the very thing to be very true that we've been talking about here lately has really become a theme, which is better together. Right. We're so much better together. The more we do things together, it helps. All right. The more we do things together, uh, it helps. It helps. So married couples, I encourage you, do things together. Pray together. Worship together. Read the word together. Amen. That's good. Single parent homes, do things together. Get those children involved, Give them around, pray together, read together, worship together in the home. These things are important. The more we do things together, the stronger we become, all right, the stronger that we become. And so that is, is so go ahead.
1: Um, single parent homes too, make sure you take care of yourself, okay? Because you can't take care of those babies if you're not healthy. Mm-hmm. So you sometimes you do have to drop those kids off at those grandparents who understand your rules and boundaries and Take some time for yourself. It's okay mm-hmm. For the longest time. I wouldn't let go of my kids. I still struggle with that, but Sometimes I need my time you understand so you have to take care of yourself like they say on a plane The oxygen falls down you put the oxygen on you first and then the kids So mm-hmm. you have to take care of yourself first so you won't be any help to them hmm Also, he said something about the married couples, do things together. Sometimes that means stepping out of your comfort zone. My husband is an extrovert. I'm somewhat of an introvert. But um, so he likes to socialize a lot. So sometimes I just got to muster it up and go and smile and talk and, and have a good time with what he likes to do. Okay. And then sometimes he just has to stay home and read a book with me. So (laughs) there's that balance. Sometimes you have to do and go where your spouse wants you to go and do. Okay? We want to love each other. And love is an action word. Mm -hmm. So I have to put those things into action and do some things that he likes to do. And I'd rather just be with him anyway. So try to work on doing things together, Mm -hmm. even if it's out of your comfort zone.
0: Yeah. That, that, That takes a lot of discipline. It takes a lot of discipline. And I can be a goer. I, I, I know that. I can be a goer, goer, goer. And if, if I, I feel like if I'm sitting, I'm not being productive. That, so um, now that has become a pro in a lot of things in my life. A lot of things in my life I've been successful at because I'm such a, a goer. I just I always got to be moving, doing something, because I feel like if I'm sitting down, I'm not being productive. I can be doing something productive for the kingdom of God instead of sitting here. You know Um, and what happens is you end up ignoring the need of, of my wife of being able to just calm down take a step back and making sure I can be spending that time with her doing something that she wants to do it may be boring out of my mind okay and she knows says, I'm like, Lord, help me right now.
1: Yes, your attitude during the activity <laughs> is important, too. Because if you're not going to act right, then don't come. Go Ooh. on.
0: Let everyone attitude. stand. We're going to dismiss at this time. No,
1: attitude talking. is important. <laughs> you better act like you're having a good time.
0: What's the next? What's the next? Uh, so She's she, she's right, though. She's right. I mean, you know, I, I, I do we I do have to put on a front sometimes or whatever the case may be. But if, if I want our marriage to work and I want us to be happy and I want us to show that love, you have to do those things. Yeah. Amen. And then there's times, like I said, I'm ripping and running and she'll say, all right, come on, I'll, I'll go with you. She may not feel like it because she just wants to relax at home. Yeah. But every once in a while when she does that sacrifice, I know myself, I need to do that sacrifice, too. Right. I need to do that sacrifice, too. Now, I'm going to relate this to the kingdom of God because it all falls into the same place. Amen. It's a kingdom of God as well. There are some things that we just don't feel like doing. We don't feel like going, but we have to say, you know what? I need to go because it's going to bless me spiritually. It's going to enhance me spiritually. So I need to go. That's That's so true. It's so true. Now, now I'm going to do a little separation here. I would, she will would never hinder me from growing spiritually. Right. Right. Amen? With the help of the Lord. Alright? I shouldn't hinder her. That means when she wants to go to prayer meeting, I'm like, Oh, I'm going to sit this one out. Go. Amen? That's right. Because when it comes down to Jesus, Jesus. Right? But we, we should be doing as much stuff as possible Together. Together. I love, husbands and wives should be at prayer meeting together. Yeah. Husbands and wives should be together with children together. People in a household together, you know, should be doing as many things as possible together to help strengthen their that home, That's good. That's good. to help strengthen their home, strengthen them uh, spiritually as well. And like, as my wife said, it's, it's right on the point. We laughed about it, but the attitude is so important. The attitude that you have is so important to show that love to one another. And that is support. It trickles down to the kids. You don't think our kids know when Daddy's doing something that he don't want to do? Mm -hmm. Because I'm just sitting there because that's just what Sister Robinson wants to be doing at this time. Oh, they can look on my face and know. (laughs) Ha-ha, Daddy, Mm. (laughs) ha-ha. They do that Now I'm mad at everybody in the household now. (laughs) There's a lot of praying that happens in our house. You know?
1: So with that, too, communication is important. Yes. Okay? So there have been times, and there are times, where my husband will hurt my feelings, maybe, or say mm-hmm. something that I just didn't like how he said it. And so I have to be able to communicate that, okay? So timing is important. Right now, if we're having heated fellowship, <laughs> then it's not the best time for me to say, you hurt my feelings, you know, because he's going to be on the defense. So. But at the same time, I shouldn't walk around holding that, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. So I should trust my spouse enough to be able to hear me out and to self-reflect and to love me mm-hmm. enough to make those changes, Right. okay? Right. So something that we do is we say, you hurt my feelings That's when? Right. That's right. And then I get to tell him when he hurts my feelings. And he doesn't get to tell me that he didn't hurt my feelings. Right. Because... Right. He's not me. You can't tell someone that you didn't hurt them.
0: That's right, that's So right. That took time, by the way. Yes. Early in our marriage, that didn't work. Oh, no. Yeah, that didn't, that didn't work. That, that took time.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, so, so communication is important because this brother, a long time ago, could go probably a good four or five days without talking to me. Yeah,
0: that's a long time ago. <laughs> Amen.
1: And you know what? I'ma match you. I'ma do six.
0: Right.
1: <laughs> so, but there's no reason to waste our days on being upset with one another. Right,
0: right. right.
1: I know right. it's easier said than done. We've come a long way, but I'm just being honest with That's you. That's right.
0: Yes, she's telling it's, the truth. It's
1: it's, it's right. You know, we've been there. Right. But right. now that I look at it, sometimes when maybe I just we have a minor disagreement, it's we laugh right. because it's like, okay. We might as well just get over it. And sometimes husbands have problems apologizing, or wives. They'll just come in the house and say, you want something to eat? Or do you want me me to make you something? Instead of just apologizing. Mm -hmm. Let's take responsibility and accountability and say, I'm sorry.
0: Right, let me say this, because this applies to the entire church family as well. Right? I can be upset with my dear sister and I can be upset with my dear brother. I spoke on this the other day, speaking about repentance. It, this is important, all right? If I do something to offend my dear sister, Sister Leslie, I shouldn't be going four or five days, weeks, and not making it right that's with my good. sister, yeah. amen? That's good. I need to go to the Lord, make sure I'm right with him, and then I need to go to my dear sister to make sure it's right between us, yes, all right? Good. That's important. Family matters. This is. Inside of our personal home and inside this church as well, because we're a family. That's why we call each other brother and sister. We're family. Families have disagreements. We see each other enough, we're going to have a disagreement. We're going to have something that takes place, but we have to be able to go to our brothers and our sisters and make that right. We shouldn't be going multiple days, weeks. It shouldn't be where, as long as you're sitting over there, sister, I'm sitting over here, then. No, God, God, God's not going to honor that. He's not going to honor that. That's right. Scripture says even before you come up and, and give your sacrifice unto the Lord you ought to put your gift down at that altar go make it right with your brother and then you come back and offer that gift. That's how important it is. That's how important it is. That's God's word right there. Amen? And so it is, it is so true and how we communicate to each other is important. Alright? My wife is a texter. Oh, she used to text me three paragraphs, hey, amen? We have a heated argument, or what, a heated uh, fellowship, some heated fellowship, she, we, I, I'm, I'm steaming, she upset, and then I'll get this text message like five paragraphs long. So what do I do? I send back, okay. Because <laughs> I knew that she'd be burning up, boy, burning up, okay thanks but see I wanted to talk to you because that's my communication if we got in a discussion face-to-face we upset explain to me to my face but see here's the thing she wasn't comfortable talking to me at that particular time to my face because I didn't make her feel comfortable talking to me in my face You, you see. And because I didn't make her feel comfortable talking to my face, she waited until I was outside of the room, and she, her thumbs was going to work. All right? And I'm not reading. I'm seeing that. Okay. I didn't even read it. I didn't even read it. But that's just frustration. It's our flesh fighting. It's, it's, it's the same way in the house of the Lord. We have to know how to communicate with each other. We need God's help. Yes. We need the Lord's help. We have to learn how to communicate with with one another
1: and tone is everything yes sometimes it's not what you say it's how you say it yes
0: yes yes so you
1: have to be careful on how you talk to people okay yes
0: yes that's very good very good there's a few more things that we we want to discuss but I, I I think this is good for right now and I want to bring it to to an end all right I want to bring it to an end if um we, we may, we're going to continue on Family Matters throughout this month. Uh, I'm going to see if, sister, I may twist her arm to see if we want to do something like this again. Um, but only if it's beneficial to the body. So I, I will let you all be the, the judge on that, all right? Only if it's beneficial to the body. If it's beneficial to, to the body and you guys think it's important. Um, There's, there's two things I would like to end with then um, to give you the remainder of your evening here as much as possible. One is it's important for us to rebuild the walls or maintain the strength of the walls, whichever one. I'm going to say rebuild the walls uh, of the family because the world has torn down the walls of the family. Okay. Okay. The world is saying it's okay. They're calling everything a family. Men with men, and they can adopt children, they call it a family. Women with women, they can adopt children and call it a family. That's not a family according to the scripture. That's not a godly family, amen. And so it is important that people can look to the church for what a godly family should be like. Now, that does not mean the church, and you've heard just a, a scratch of some of our flaws. We can go way deeper into it. You've heard some of our flaws and our mistakes and the things that we continually work on. The church is not perfect. The church family is not perfect. My wife and I, how, we, how we're raising our children, it won't be perfect. You, 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 this church family is going to be watching us raise our children. Going to, you're going to be watching us raise our children. Amen. And my wife and I, we have conversations with our children about that. We let them know, hey, as our children, there's going to be certain things that you're going to be scrutinized over. There's going to be certain things that maybe we're going to have to draw a different line for you than it is for everybody else just because you're our kids. So we have to teach them that now so that when they become 13, 14, 15, 16, they just have somewhat of an understanding. This is the way it is in the Robinson household. All right. And so we have to try to handle that the best way we can. And there's going to be mistakes we're just going to make. We're going to make mistakes and wish we could do something differently with our with our children. Amen. So what I'm saying is is that we have to be the example for our children. We have to be the example to the world as well. All right. We have to be that example. So we have to rebuild the walls. We have to make sure that these walls are being built the right way. My wife and I didn't live together before we got married. Otherwise, I'd have, knew, I'd have heard about the yelling. <laughs> I'd have been like, oh like, hold on, let's bag out of this. Let's, you know, I, we would, we we, we, uh-uh, that's, that's just part of it, amen. Got married first, then we came together, because that's the Bible way of doing things people should be able to look to the church and know that you can do it the Bible way and Jesus will help you last. Amen? Amen. Amen. He will help you. He'll help you last. And so that's, that's important. Build godly families. Godly families. Nehemiah says in chapter 4, verse number 13 and 14, it says, therefore set I in the lower places behind the walls and in the higher places. And I even set the people after their families With their swords. I'm gonna read that slower one more time. He said, I even set the people after their families with their swords, their spears, and their bowls. He put the families together and said, Make sure that you protect your family. Amen? He says, And I looked and rose up and said unto the nobles, and to the rulers, and to the rest of the people, Be not ye afraid of them. Remember the Lord, which is great and terrible, and fight for your brethren for your sons, your daughters, your wives, and your households. You fight for your family. We never give up on our family. We continue to pray for our family. We continue to worship on our family. I wish I had a witness in here. We continue to fight for our family. No matter how messed up, no matter what they're doing, you can go back and they're just being just as crazy as they were last week. We fight for our family. As long as they're still breathing, we fight. We continue to pray. We continue to believe, amen? Because we're better, somebody say together. The Bible says in James chapter number 1, verse number 27, pure religion and undefiled before God and the Father is this, to visit the fatherless and widows. To visit the fathers and the widows. Family matters. We're part of this family. When we have fatherless, when we have widows, when we have those that are by ourselves, it's important for us to make sure that they are loved, taken care of, and not forgotten. I wish I had a church in here that would say amen. Amen. And we must do that together. That shouldn't just fall on my wife and I's shoulder, although it does. I understand we're the heads. I'm the head of this church. I understand that spiritually. I understand that. But we should be doing things together. God lays somebody on your heart. Call them. Visit them. Send them a card. Do something. It bothers me if I hear someone say, I feel like I'm forgotten. I think that church has forgotten about me. That bothers me. Yes, we are a family. And we, by the help of the Lord, should not allow anybody to slip through the cracks because they feel unloved. All right? Because they feel unloved, we should be loving people. It says, to visit the followers and the widows in their affliction and to keep himself unspotted from the world, unspotted from the world. The last thing I want to say is this. It's found in Psalms chapter 68, verse number five. Psalm 68, five says, a father of the fatherless, speaking of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. God is a father to the fatherless and a judge of the widows. Judge means a defender. He's a father to the fatherless and he will defend the widows. Is God in his holy habitation? That's what he would be, a father to the fatherless. Think about that now. That's how important the fathers are in the home. The scripture says he's a father to the fatherless, meaning he expects the father. To be the representation of Christ That's good. in the home. Yes, sir. Yes. Amen. Amen. Do I need to say that again? Amen. Y'all see that? Yes. He says he's a father to the fatherless. Amen. He expects the man to be the representation yes. of Christ yes. in the home. Amen. 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 That man should be the representation of Christ. So, so go through you remind your husband of that when you get home now. Father to the fatherless and a judge or a defender of the widows is God in his holy habitation.